And when we do pay attention to our own needs, more often than not, the things that are slowing us down improve naturally. Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour Podcast, brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. This year has flown by. I can't even grasp how quickly the days and months have just come and gone. And I think it's such a natural time of year to be reflecting on what we want and where we want to go next and what our plans and aspirations can look like. But today I really want to dig into what it looks like to invest in your own dream and the things you really want to pursue. And how do you do that when there's still so many things that need to be done and so many areas of your life that require aspects of yourself to show up or even require finances necessary to keep operating as much as we all want to just go do the thing we're dreaming about and passionate about. There's so many logistical things that are still required of us. And I want to talk about how we balance doing both in a way that's still really meaningful and allows us to make progress towards the way we want to live and how we want to show up. Over the last six months, I've had a lot of natural opportunities to reflect on what I want and what I want this business to look like and how I plan to show up and what is my role now and what do I want that role to continue to shift into over time. And I've spent a lot of time and energy investing in the creative template shop and specifically the co-op community because I believe so strongly in where it's going and my vision for what it will do for people in this industry. And I want y'all to have the same passion, purpose, and inspiration in the work that you do. And I want to talk about how we get there and how I was able to tap into that because 
I didn't just overnight be able to sit down and write an 80-page manifesto about my vision, goals, aspirations, and how we were going to get there and why it was important and then be able to share that with my team. It took work to get to untapping that. And I want to dig into how, because I think so often we can have a lot of ideas, but how do we move through them in a meaningful way? If you want more of those behind the scenes moments, then I really encourage you to make sure you're following me over on Instagram. You can follow the company at Boss Project. And then my personal profile is linked in the bio at Abigail Says. Click over to my profile and follow me there. You're going to see a mix of everything business, life, lifestyle, design, dogs, food, the whole nine. I love being a whole person online. I think a lot of people choose to show up in different ways, but I can't just operate in one avenue and pretend like all these other areas of myself don't exist. So I'm excited to just be me in front of the camera and allow you into what it's like to run this kind of business online. Now, there's a couple of things that inspired today's episode that didn't really have much to do with my own personal experience or the things I was doing, but things I've been witnessing, things I hear people saying, and areas in which I feel really called to pay attention to. So the first thing that came up for me is I have a friend who recently was laid off. And this was like, not one of the typical layoffs that you see where They surprise a whole bunch of people and lay them off at the same time. And today is their last day. She knew months in advance that an entire aspect of the company was dissolving. And not only did she have a roadmap for when her last day would be, she had a severance package and this runway that she could see in front of herself. And she's always had dreams of building her own business and really allowing herself the opportunity to pursue these things. And I think in the past, she's been so focused on making sure that she was getting that consistent paycheck, that giving the time and space to her dreams wasn't necessarily something she allowed herself to do. She would do it in pockets of time or in sprints and then set it down again. And it's been really interesting to watch her thought process and all of the emotions that go along with the grief that comes with losing your job in such a drawn out way, but also seeing her so inspired and excited about her future And this conversation only continued to get fostered by just an individual post I saw someone put online on my Facebook. And they said, I am exhausted. I have too many ideas to pick one and run with it. I have so many ideas that I want to do them all, but I am so tired. I'm pretty sure I feel 90 years old today. And this is someone in their mid-30s who is clearly inspired, but is run down. And I don't necessarily think that's an uncommon thing. I saw someone else who's a coach and 
a very strategic person make commentary about her prospects and that she was frustrated that so many of them were coming to her when they were burned out and they had invested in other areas. And she said, you knew what you were buying. You knew that what you're buying wasn't what you needed. And she wanted more people to have true discernment about what they invest and why it's important to invest in what you need, not just what you want. And that is something I think we really need to talk about. But I think before we can get into what you need versus what you want, we have to talk first about how you even identify your dream. Because I think so often, especially in the way that the second person described themselves, where I have so many ideas and so many things I want to pursue, and they're kind of swirling in it. Often, when we're full of ideas but lack direction, I think we really need to sit with what it is that we want in a much bigger way and almost allow those ideas to simmer and not necessarily dissipate, but just like set them down for a second and really imagine and identify what it is that we want and how we want to show up. How do we want to get there? Like, what are we willing and not willing to do to get to our goals or aspirations? And when we say we have a dream, are we taking on someone else's dream? Something else we saw represented and saying, oh, I want what they have. And I really want you to ask yourself, do you want what they have? Or do you want the result of what they have? Like, do you want the consequences of what they have? And I think more often than not, it's that we want some aspect of it, but not the whole thing. Or we want to do this, but not get there in that way. Or we want X, Y, Z and not this other thing. And sometimes if you're really struggling to articulate what it is the dream is, it may be much easier for you to identify what it is that you don't want. What do you not want? What do you want nothing to do with? What do you want zero of? (laughs) And those can inform a lot about our future. I think the other piece that really helps me get clear and have clarity around what to pursue is really taking those aspirations or goals or ideas and aligning them with my values. How does it fit in? Like, is it allowing those values to grow and shine and be fostered? Or is the way in which I have to show up or the ultimate result of that thing out of alignment for me? And if it is falling outside that value system, you may be able to do it for a short period of time, but eventually you're either going to give up, burn out, or feel so terrible (laughs) that you're not going to be able to keep moving forward. And so it's so critical that the value alignment is there so that you can keep going. 
Otherwise, your intuition and your judgment and your gut is going to urge you to stop again and again and again. And I think there's a way to make our dreams a reality without going against our value system. I think sometimes we think the only way we're going to get a certain place or to a certain destination or to a certain level is if we do it in one manner. And that's not necessarily always true. We can pave a new path. It may take longer. It may take a lot longer. But if it's sitting in alignment with who you are and how you want to be, it's worth it. And I think we often look for the shortcut and look for the way to jump ahead And we don't necessarily allow ourselves to see if this even really makes sense. I don't know about you guys, but more often than not, my dreams typically are initially stunted by some sort of financial hurdle. Like, I need to make X to make that happen. Or I need to make Y to hire this person or afford that thing or invest here or do X, Y, Z. And I think we can really downplay how important money is in a lot of these scenarios. We just want it to all flow to us and we want it to be easy and we want it to just come. And I think we need to be real about what the finances are that equate to those dreams. And the more I've been able to like fully articulate and be clear on what it's going to take financially, like the ease that comes up for me. You know, I used to think about the lifestyle I wanted and I would say things like, "Ugh, like I don't like cleaning. I don't like laundry. You know, this aspect of meal prep just like drives me nuts. Like, and I would say all of these things sometimes out loud, mostly to myself. It was a lot of like complaining while doing the things And I would say, I want this, whether I articulated it to anyone else or not. And I made myself believe for a long period of time that I didn't either deserve or have the capacity to make that happen or the finances necessary that would allow those things until I got there. But more often than not, some of it is just changing your priorities and changing how you show up or or changing where you put the emphasis in. You know, I have plenty of friends and even family that would spend, you know, one family member who would spend way more money on like vacations and travel and another that would spend way more money on designer things, but not because they need the luxury name brand, but because they have an appreciation for the person who led the way, who paved the way, and all of these other people copied. Like they want to reward the person or the business that led the concept, which I think is really interesting. I have other family members that would prioritize quality time over everything else. And 
I am very much a product of my environment. And so I absolutely prioritize things that change or improve my physical environment. Like I want everyday items to not just bring me joy, but like make me feel good. So instead of, you know, using the pens that they just like give away at events, like I have a favorite brand of pen. And I will always use that kind of pen because I prefer how it writes on paper. And like that little tiny experience of like enjoying writing a note with my favorite pen versus, you know, fighting with a pen for two minutes because you can't get it to write and the ink's dried up and like whatever. I'm prioritizing those little moments. So sometimes those things have very real dollars and cents behind them. Like if I don't want to clean, me hiring a cleaning person or a company to come in and clean my home has dollar bills associated with it. Well, some things like using one pen over another, like doesn't cost me anything. Like I already own the pen. I just put the pins in front of me that I prefer to use and I get more enjoyment out of it. And so sometimes I wonder if you've made it out to be that these things aren't something you can enjoy when you literally already have access. You already have the ability to reach out and grab them in some way, whether physically or, you know, in theory. What would it look like to just do it? And it's also okay if it does take money. Like it taking money, it taking investment, it taking finances is not a deterrent or something you should be turned off by. Rather, it's just a point of information. Okay, if we dream of something, if we aspire to something, if we have a goal to accomplish something and it requires an investment, what is it? Have we gotten clear on what that number actually is? Or have we just arbitrarily made it out to be more than we have now? So we can't have it. Versus, oh, it's going to take $10,000 over a period of six months. And I know I want to have at least three months of that saved before I would make that kind of investment. Okay, great. So now you know I want $4,500 saved with, you know, a clear trajectory that paying $10,000 is not going to be a big deal for me. What does that look like? What do you need to do to logically get to the next step so those things fall into place? And I think often we can get so caught up on what the number is or that we don't have those things now that we don't even allow ourselves to imagine how do we work backwards from that? What is the reality and how do we get there? Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. 
I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Some of this comes down to just like pure emotional resilience because as entrepreneurs, I don't care what the role is or what kind of business you're in, but more often than not, unless there's like literally laws or industry practices that are standardizing how it is that you have to show up, the majority of us have come out of thin air and decided this is what we want to do. And maybe this is loosely how other people are doing it, but how you choose to show up every single day or show up in your business or organize your day or organize your priorities or move through something or set a deadline, you made all of that up. And you may feel like 
the reality is, oh, okay, I need to do X, Y, Z in the next two weeks. Do you? Maybe. But most of the time, those are super arbitrary timelines that are completely self-induced. We're putting our own limitations on things. We're setting ourselves up with these narratives. And I'm not saying that you don't want to have deadlines to allow you to make progress towards things. But sometimes the things that we assume are going to take two weeks or a month or six months or whatever, it's a 15-minute activity we've been putting off for three months. You know what I mean? Like We over-exaggerate the effort required. And we'll often put more effort into the thinking about and planning and worrying than we do the actual act of moving towards it. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't invest in the planning period or having a good game plan in place, but like you don't need everything figured out to start. You don't even necessarily know how you're going to fully get there. You just need to take step one. You need to move in the right direction. And if you are in a job that you completely made up, that you defined, that you set the standards for, you have the ability to change your reality. If you don't like your current reality, change it. And I'm not saying there's certain circumstances that aren't just things that are required of you. I'm not going to gaslight you into saying that's not true. Like some of you have very real circumstances that are completely out of your control and you still have choices for how you show up with that information, knowing that, that that's true. I had someone reach out to me who had been in this industry for a long time and kind of disappeared. Like just didn't hear from her. She didn't show up places. She just wasn't there. And she reached out and said, hey, like life happened. I shut things down, but I'm back and I'm looking for work. And, you know, as a reminder, here are the kinds of things that I do. And I think a lot of people could be upset that they set something down or let it go for a season or whatever. And I'm here to tell you that that is normal. I don't truly know anyone that hasn't had to set things down for a season to move through something. I think in our parents or even grandparents' generation, those things still happened, but they would just like check in and do the bare minimum in certain areas. And, you know, sometimes in your business, maybe that is how you should show up. Check in and do the bare minimum to just keep it going. But sometimes pursuing a full-time job or setting down your business for a season or whatever may be the right choice for you. And maybe the right choice for you is to put more time and energy into the business dreams that you aspire towards and create more self-belief. Like, are you the biggest bottleneck or is it really the outside circumstances? And I think often we can put blame or point to outside of ourselves when we're really preventing progress. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't identify what that looks like or where it's stopping you because those blocks could be very real. You could say, you know, I'm not ready to do this. Okay, why are you not ready? Like uh, that statement can be true. And what's the root of it? What's going on behind the scenes with that? 
you will be faced with challenges time and time again. There's going to be things that come your way that you never expect. And you deserve to invest in yourself and invest in your dreams. And so sure, maybe there is a time where you need to set your business down. But is now the time that you should invest in you? Are you giving all of yourself away all the time? What would happen if you allowed yourself to be first emotionally, spiritually, logistically? Like, what would that even look like? I think so many of us spend our whole lives attempting to pacify everyone else around us that we do not pay attention to our own needs. And when we do pay attention to our own needs, more often than not, the things that are slowing us down improve naturally. Like, say we're just demotivated, run down, burned out, whatever. And we say, okay, we can't work on this project because there's just not enough inspiration or creativity. Okay, well, is granting yourself actual time to rest going to give you the space to make that creativity come faster than you just powering through everything all the time? I think you'd be surprised what a 30-minute break or the afternoon off or you starting again on Monday will do for your psyche. And I think we force ourselves to trudge through the mud when we're not designed to work 40 hours a week. I was talking to a friend this weekend and talking about how we evolutionarily are meant to rise with the sun and rest with the dark and work in the warmth and like kind of hole away in the cold. And like, there's this like seasonality to it. And we have let go of so much of that, you know, partially because we've introduced technology or things that allow us to keep working all the time. (laughs) When maybe our great grandparents, you know, they couldn't work on the field when there was snow on the ground because that's just literally not how the world works. Now, I don't know if it's because I'm from the Midwest and I'm surrounded by the farming community. Like, even if I'm in the city, I grew up around small towns and, you know, people who had slower lives. But I see so much fulfillment in these people, people that work hard and rest hard (laughs) and play well and like do what they want. And I don't know. I think there's a lot about not just city life, but online life when like it's always on. When you work online, there's always someone awake. (laughs) You could be in the middle of the night in your time zone, but someone across the world is at a normal time of day. (laughs) And so we're conditioned to like have this always on. And that's just not who we are, how we are wired. I think I've spent so much time talking about the allowing ourselves to have those moments because I really believe that giving that permission on the front end is what's going to untap the rest. 
And we're creating all this resistance that's making the things we really want a hurdle instead of something that we can just like naturally move towards or head in that general direction with less push. So not only do I want you to take pause and allow yourself to have the breaks and rest that you need and recognize that there are things that you simply can't control along the way, but I do truly want you to move towards action. Take the break and get started. Take time off and come back with a plan. Like give yourself space and cast the vision and do the work and move forward and move in the direction that you want and act in alignment with what you would show up as if you already had it. I've talked about it before on the show, but I am not a runner. I don't pretend to be a runner. And I used to tell myself that I'm I'm not a runner. I would just say that again and again and again. I'm not a runner. I can't do that. And I really wanted to run a 5K for my 30th birthday. And this was a handful of years ago. But I had to get there to get to that space. I had to stop telling myself I'm not a runner. And instead say, how would a runner show up? And then it was you know, picking the right shoes and making sure I had the right clothing that was going to be supportive of me and like, keep me feeling good. I think the same is true in our business. How would that person show up? And then you immediately have to cross examine that with, is that something you're willing to do? Is that something you have the capacity to do right now? Is that in alignment with our values? And like, if all of those things aren't yes at the same time, then we have to like acknowledge some stuff along the way. I believe your dreams are more available to you than you realize. And you are just a few steps away from being on the right path. And you can pursue things with more intention and invest more heavily in the direction you want to go. And allow yourself to dream those things. Sometimes it's, you're not even giving yourself the space to imagine what it could be like. And I want to give you the space to think through these things and then have a strategic plan of action. As much as mindset and, you know, having the physical energy to do the things is required. We also need a strategy. Like we also need the marketing tools. We also need the sales plan. We also need the copy. We also need the operational knowledge. Like we still require so many things beyond the self-belief. And I think you can take messy action along the way and make true progress and putting yourself in an environment where other people are also willing to do those same things allows us to move forward at such a quicker pace. When I'm in a room full of people that are self-doubting or complaining, I find myself complaining, thinking that everyone else is the problem. And then when I surround myself with people that are go-getters and excited and willing and doing the work and making the connections and all of those things, 
I change along with them. And I am so influenced by the people that are around me. And I think more often than not, you are too, whether you're willing to admit it or not. And I had to let go of so much and so many people along the way to get where I wanted, not in spite of them or, you know, in some sort of hurtful way at all. But I had to acknowledge that, like, if I am going to be the product of my environment, I have to make my environment conducive to the goals and aspirations and dreams that I do have. And what does that mean for you? What do you need more of? What kind of connections are you lacking versus what are the things that are holding you back? And where do you need to step away? I don't know the full answer to that for you. Only you can decide those things. But I want to give you a space where like-minded people can come together and acknowledge the things that are truly challenging without pretending they don't exist and provide the space where people are doing the work and taking the actions and moving forward towards things they're genuinely so excited about pursuing. An environment that has more tools than you can imagine, more access and connectivity and community. Like that is what I dreamed of doing. When I started this business, I felt so alone. I felt like I was the only one out there. And there's more people than ever working online. And it's so incredible. And finding that community of people that you resonate with is such a critical part of pursuing what it is that you want. We can do a lot on our own. And sometimes we can do more than we give ourselves credit for. But oftentimes it could be as simple as someone mirroring back to you what you already know to be true that's going to get you unstuck and move you forward. I want to invite you to a community of people that are really doing the work, that are acknowledging these things, that are articulating their dreams, that are aligning those dreams with their values, that are understanding the finances necessary to pursue them and getting clear on who needs to be on that path and who do they need to let go of. They are people doing the work. And they're doing it inside the co-op. While they have so many different goals and aspirations of the things they want to pursue, business is what is connecting us. Business is an asset. Business is a tool in which it allows us to grow our financial future and fuel what it is that we dream of doing. Even if we're already there, like money is still going to be required for us to keep doing what we love. And so I want you to be a part of this. You can see a glimpse of my why and why I've poured so much time and energy into this by going to creativetemplateshop.com slash membership. There's a little video at the top that talks more about why I believe more of y'all need to be wealthy, period, and what comes out of that. I want you to watch that video and really, truly feel called. Because I believe in your dreams. I believe in all the things you can accomplish. I believe that you have what you need and what it takes. And I believe that if you have access to the right strategies, the right tools, and the right connections, that you're going to get there faster than you even imagined. Go to 
creativetemplateshop.com slash membership and find out more. Join the co-op and I will see you inside very soon. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our Creative Template Shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.